2: If you're like me, then you are sick and tired of fires and of smoke, of the heat and having to stay indoors when electricity might be shut off, which also means that you are sick of climate change. And all this stuff that's happening in California right now is why Governor Gavin Newsom made a major announcement this week, a ban on the sale of gas-powered cars.
3: This is a big moment in this movement for cleaner cars the question is just the timeline, right?
2: Getting rid of emissions from transportation is really hard, especially here in California, where we like to drive. At the same time, many environmentalists say that we need to move even faster and get rid of other climate change causers like fracking. Today, what the plan to put more electric cars on the road means for California. I'm Devin Kadiyama, welcome to The Bay.
0: special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S.
3: Thanks. In sort of modern history, this is, I, I think, objectively the worst fire season that California has had. Kevin Stark is a science reporter for KQED. And we're just really in, in the beginning of what is typically the worst part of our fire season. You know, the, the time of year in the fall when we have really strong offshore winds that typically drive the biggest fires, like we haven't even really gotten to that part yet. So the governor has made climate a priority in terms of his administration. And, you know, he felt like this was a moment where he really is going to make the case that what you're seeing with these fires has been exacerbated by climate change. We need to say that and we need to address it head on. At the same time, we know we're in the middle of a presidential election and the fires got so bad that Trump had... President Trump had to address this. And so he made a plan to visit California and to get a briefing on the fires. And he came here and the governor who had been really forceful in his rhetoric leading up to that, took a moment and, and just straight to, to, to Trump in person made the case that, you know, this is climate change.
0: Uh, the science is uh, in and observed evidence is self-evident uh, that climate change is real. And that is exacerbating this. And so I think
3: his, uh, his administration had this sort of heated back and forth. And and President Trump, um, you know, made a comment really dismissive of the science, dismissive of the idea that this was a climate driven situation and just said, you know, it's, it's, it's forest management. What comes after that? The governor takes a step back and and says that California is going to double down on its climate goals and, uh, you know, is is making the case that we're going to have to do even more than we are doing. And was that a direct result, do you think, of Trump's dismissal? It's two things. It's a, it's a recognition of just what's happening on the ground, and then it's a recognition of the politics. And the governor has positioned California as, as sort of a uh, opposition state to the Trump administration on a whole range of issues on the environment, climate change being, being the number one issue. So after this back and forth that Newsom had with President Trump, he gathers his advisors and he asks them, what, you know, what can they do? And his um, chair of the, the Air Resources Board, Mary Nichols, who has really been a climate crusader and she's been at the forefront of California's biggest climate initiatives, says, we think that you can, you can announce a ban on selling gas-powered vehicles in California in a pretty pretty fast time period within the next 15 years.
2: It's been a very hard time uh, for everybody, really, in our state. And that's one reason why I could not be prouder that when the governor decided, after taking a look at some of the worst of the fires, that we had to do more as a state government to try to tackle this problem and to use the Brains and the powers that we have to um, make a bigger difference. Uh,
3: he... And so on Wednesday, uh, Governor Newsom and Mary Nichols uh, called a press conference and they announced that effective 2035, California is not going to allow the sale of internal combustion engine cars or small trucks in the state.
0: We've set ambitious goals in the state of California. I don't know uh, any other state in this country uh, that's been more forceful and forthright in establishing and anchoring a consciousness around climate change, uh, a willingness to begin the process, the hard work of decarbonizing, detoxifying uh, our economy. Uh, But goals are nothing more than dreams with deadlines. We have an obligation to implement those goals.
3: The announcement was made, and immediately I started getting emails from essentially everyone that operates around this this space, in opposition and in support. And this was trending on social media. It was it was a topic of conversation pretty much everywhere, and and I think this really got a, a lot of people's attention. Why I feel like a lot about this can get
2: lost in the headlines that people were reading. So let's talk a little bit about what was in Newsom's announcement that got so much attention. Can you break down his plan for
3: me? The headline is the banning of the sale of gasoline powered passenger cars and trucks by 2035. Um, So what does that mean? If you have a gas powered car in 2035, California is not gonna come and take it from you. Um, If you wanna sell it on the used market, you'll be free to do that. But all new cars are going to be electric or some form of electric. Um, The state is saying that's going to cut our greenhouse gas emissions by 35%. And remember, we we actually have talked about this on this program. Transportation has been the hardest part of the California economy to decarbonize. So this is big in that respect.
2: But what's interesting about this too, like you mentioned, this doesn't mean that gas powered cars won't be off the roads in 15 years, they could still be on the roads for decades to come.
3: Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a really great point. It's not like in 2035, we don't have emissions from cars and trucks. I mean, the average life of a, of a car is, is you know 15 years. Um, and so if you buy a new car in 2034, you're going to be able to drive that for, for you know a couple decades. Yeah. So I, I think that's a really good point to make. So is this a big deal then? Yeah, absolutely. If you take a step back and just look at exactly what is happening, like this is this is a big moment in this uh movement for cleaner cars. The question is just the timeline, right? Like if if this was happening in the next few years, I think people would be a little bit more uh flipping out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> we didn't really get into the details of charging, but like it can take a couple hours to charge your car still. So like there's tech technology improvements that need to happen, but it's also 15 years away, you know, and there is this urgency from a lot of Californians that are, you know, looking around, they're seeing this, the fires, they're seeing this crazy smoke event, you know, they're realizing this is all connected to climate and they want action now. And, you know, 15 years is a, is a long time, is a, is a really long time.
2: So that was a major and probably the biggest piece
3: of Governor Newsom's announcement. What else did he say? So the other piece that I think is really, really interesting is he made an announcement about oil and gas drilling. He's been getting a ton of pressure from environmentalists and from groups on the left to ban fracking in California, in fact, there's an environmental group, uh, the Center for Biological Diversity, that has threatened to sue Newsom because he has continued to approve new oil and uh, gas drilling leases, um, and so it's, and so he's been on a lot a lot of pressure to to ban fracking now, and so he he came out and said, I don't have the legal authority to do that, but I'm asking the state legislature to end essentially new uh, fracking leases by 2024 in California.
0: We have a commitment to phase out uh, fracking here in the state of California. Pursuant to this executive order, uh, we will be directing and working very specifically uh, on a legislative strategy to begin the phase out formally uh, of fracking here in the state. Uh, And that is a commitment, a firm commitment from this administration codified in this executive order that will be advanced January.
3: Is it true that he doesn't have the legal authority to ban fracking? I think that's a great question. I'm not, a, I'm not an attorney, you know, I think it, he could probably try and it might get tied up in the courts, but I, Newsom's calculation is that, is that, um, the legislature should handle this and we're going to set a goal and say that we want to have this done by 2024. Uh, but, but it's essentially throw, tossing the football over to, to, uh, the lawmakers to, to get it done.
2: Kevin says environmental groups excited about the governor's direction on electric cars are not so excited about his approach to fracking. And between the pandemic, the mass unemployment, and climate crisis, figuring out what to prioritize is a challenge. I think for a lot of Californians, they are looking around and seeing the wildfires and seeing this heat wave that's coming up next week. Uh, and, and worried about what are we doing right now? So to hear like this 15 year plan for some people, I imagine that's that's not quickly enough. So what more could California do or should we be doing?
3: And why is it so difficult to do it? So I, I think one is like, where is the, Where is the political will at this moment? You know, the state is has been dealing with this recession from the pandemic. And our unemployment rate is really, really high. And you have parts of the state, like Kern County, where the economy is really centered around oil and gas drilling. And so the governor, I don't think, feels like he can really make a move in that direction, because it could potentially put more people out of work. And, uh, you know, and he could face a political backlash to that. Um, But then on, on top of that, I think the Pandemic has has also accelerated the transition away from gas in a lot of ways. You know, like we, uh, you know, produce diesel fuel for jets in this in this state, or that we're a part of that process, and and there's just far fewer people that are taking flights, so there's a, there's there's less of a demand, um, and so I think the question about supply, you know, this uh, do you continue to to drill um, becomes mute if there isn't the demand. And I think that's what the governor has really tried to argue, is that focus on the demand, reduce the number of gas-powered cars, and then uh, the supply uh, will solve itself. So how much of this announcement
2: that Newsom made, how much of that's going to move the needle on California's
3: climate change goals? I think it could have a huge impact. the state is forecasting a reduction in 35% in our emissions, Um, it's really interesting to see how these things play out because sometimes, and this has been true in the past, we've set a goal, a target, and California has been able to meet that well in advance. For me, the big question is, like, how does the private market respond to this? Do we get tied up in years of lawsuits around this? Do the car companies, you know, come kicking and screaming? Do they fight this? Do they beat it? I can see a world in which this just becomes a huge legal fight. And then I can also see a world in which the car makers just move on it and the the market moves and, you know, electric cars become the norm really quickly. I think those are two ways that this could go.
2: It also seems like a takeaway for me in this conversation has been it is a hell of a lot harder to actually implement some of the grand goals that get proposed for all these reasons, for political reasons, for infrastructure reasons, money, for for everything that you discussed. Um, So just knowing that when something gets announced, how that actually looks on the ground is is a lot more complicated, a lot more nuanced.
3: I think that's a really, really good point. You know, And California has taken care of some big lifts, but in now in retrospect, it may be kind of low hanging fruit in terms of climate policy. You know, We've asked our utilities to use more renewable energy. We've put regulations on industry. Uh, we passed cap and trade. None of that, none of that was easy, obviously. Uh, but then you get into a situation where you're asking people to change the type of car that they're driving yeah, and it's just like a total political cherry bomb, you know, and and uh, you're getting you're getting criticism on on all sides for this type of proposal. So, I, I yeah, I think you're 100 percent accurate there. I also think that we're experiencing the effects of climate change much more severely than than some other states. I mean, I think this summer is just a full example of that. I think, you know, Newsom has says California is is uh, America fast forward. And, and I think. In some respects, I think that is, is, is true.
2: There are so many other big questions that we need to talk about and tackle if we want to stop climate change. Everything from how we build to agriculture to public transportation. Another big question is what all this means to the workers who depend on the fossil fuel industry for their livelihoods. And Governor Newsom talked about that as well. The order he signed says the state has to support people to help make this change.
0: None of us are naive in the state of California uh, as a fossil fuel production state that we need to focus on a just transition. A just transition.
2: Kevin Stark is a reporter with KQED Science. The Bay was produced this week by Erica Cruz-Guevara, Marisol medina cadena and our editor, Alan Montecilio. KQED's podcast leadership team includes Jessica Plachek, Erica Aguilar, Vinny Tong, Ethan tovin lindsay and Holly Kernan. The Bay is a production of your local public media station, KQED. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Talk to you next week.